0: My reflection is that depending on our environment and our history, our personal history, it can feel intensely vulnerable to release that attachment to what others think. Because it can be something that we learned perhaps a long time ago as a way of keeping ourselves safe. And as I mentioned before, it's also, you know, there is a a societal, cultural story there as well. Welcome to season eight of the podcast that's all about deepening our self-awareness with profound self-compassion. I'm Henny. I write, coach and speak about life changes and together with my guests we'll be exploring ideas that challenge our thinking underpinned by a bedrock of self-love. Settle in and listen and see where the episode takes you. We're just gonna have a relatively short episode this week and it's actually something I've already shared in a post on Instagram, but it's uh, it's tenacious. This one um, keeps holding my attention. So I thought I would um, explore it a little bit more here. And it begins with the realization that when I attach To the fear of what others might think of me, I stop being and I start acting as I think I should. So this attachment to what I think others might think, it's an old and deep story for me. and uh, you know, I've said before, this is a bit like uh, being in therapy with a very large audience. Um, so you know, I could uh, I could explore why that is a deep story. Uh, definitely something to do with being the youngest of a big family and blah blah blah. There's a lot there, but um, you know, as a at its heart, it's an old story, and it's something that I am aware of and I I do a lot of work on it, Um, and my observation is that it can feel like it might even be hardwired into our nature, you know, to, to this sort of super awareness of what others think of us or what we think others think of us. You know, as pack animals, we need to have a degree of awareness of others in order that we can work together, we can live together, we can be together. But as with so many of these things that began as something to support us, to keep us safe. I'm just going to shut the window. Hang on a sec. This very quiet space is um, being a bit noisy out there, I think there might be a tractor. Um, So, as with so many things, um, stuff, behaviours, thoughts, uh, feelings, that began as something to support us, to keep us safe, can get super activated, and they start to become our dominant behaviour, or they start to drive our thoughts, um, at times at least, And it's then that they can stop serving us. So this reflection today is really about how is it when we really let go, when we release into ourselves to such a degree that we allow ourselves to be fully present with the whole of us those moments of really like childlike joy, um, <laughs> moment I've got a um, sort of ongoing uh, uh, thing <laughs> for myself, which is part of me wishes I had a tail because then I could wag it when I'm happy. Um, so it's those moments, you know, when we really wish that we had a tail and and we could wag it uh, to fully demonstrate Our joy our presentness that childlike joy and it's what in transactional analysis we call the free child I've talked on uh, previous episodes about some of the other um, persona that are identified in transactional analysis and free child you know oh gosh the joy of being in that place, this unfettered place. And when we're there, it's when we can let go of that attachment to our fear of what others might think. And through that, we sink more deeply into our true self. And, you know, of course, there is a caveat to this. You know, nothing is ever black and white. It's always shades of grey. And this beingness is predicated on self-love. So it comes most easily when we're living from an open heart and an open mind, not in that place of being mindlessly non-discerning. Rather, we are responding to what is around us with deep awareness and profound compassion. And we're also responding, this is obviously absolutely critical, to what's going on inside us with deep awareness and profound compassion. And my reflection is that depending on our environment and our history, our personal history, it can feel intensely vulnerable to release that attachment to what others think, because it can be something that we learned perhaps a long time ago, as a way of keeping ourselves safe. And as I mentioned before, it's also, you know, there is a a societal, cultural story there as well. And it's, and that story is important. Um, But we become so attuned to reacting to what we see and feel around us, that our own wants and needs can either become sidelined or totally suppressed. So we can find ourselves when it becomes so activated, acting in the way we think others want us to act, rather than being how we feel we truly are. And learning how to release that attachment, you know, gosh, that can sound like such a a tall ask, but it is so wonderful when we land in that place, of open-hearted vulnerability and presence, even if it's just for a moment. Um, You know, I've shared some images on uh, social media of some of my summer activities, including wearing feathers in my hair. Um, I shared that I did a lot of dancing over August, Um, did a lot of like running around just because I could and I felt really happy. You know, all of those moments were times when my free child forgot to worry about what others might think. And, you know, that attachment to what others think, it can show up in so many different ways. You know, will they like me? Will they like what I say? Will they like how I look? And the list goes on and on. So letting go of that attachment It begins with noticing what we're attached to without judgment. And there, noticing when we're in the lightness of that free child mode. And seeing the distinction between these two, between the times of attachment to the fear of what others think and the times of free child, can be a really beautiful thing. You know, and again, without judgment, just noticing what is showing up can be what helps us free our inner child even more. So I just want to leave you with a question. When you picture yourself as the free child, what image comes to mind? And how can you love her or him? even more deeply. So a little canter through a thought there and, and I hope something in there has resonated for you. Um, This is a beautiful moment really to reflect back on what I was just saying that um, it's really important when I do the podcast that I'm not attached to what other people think because that would obviously restrict me and uh, start changing the way that I approach it. So every week when I'm recording these episodes, I'm doing work on this part of me that is really keen on being attached (laughs) to what other people think. Um, And so I say without judgment in a very open hearted and open minded and vulnerable way. I really hope that something in here has resonated for you. And if not, that's okay. Um, But I do hope to see you again next week. And I send you a hug and a wave.